0: Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi everyone, welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say today we have Mark with us, who's a Senior Manager of Digital Demand. Mark, how are you doing? Hi Tom, how are you? thanks? Yeah, very good, very good. Thank you so much for being on the show. No problem, delighted delighted to be here. Brilliant. And Mark, we always start the show the same way. Could I get you to tell everyone just a little bit about yourself? Sure, so um, right now, my
1: my role focuses primarily on uh, driving digital demand um, for Pluralsight, the company I work with at the moment. Um, in in a nutshell, I sit on the regional marketing team for EMEA, so ensuring that um, all of the digital marketing programs um, are aligned with the needs of the the revenue and pipeline org uh, within EMEA. Um, so a little bit about me before that, I suppose, um, I've come from a marketing background that did a Bcom in marketing in Galway back in 2010. Um, I further then did an MSC in Business IT, um, and kind of my experience since then has been very much around, um, B two B SaaS, uh, companies, so software as a service, um, running demand generation campaigns, digital campaigns from from the ground up, um, working a lot on, uh, search engine optimization more in my in my earlier days, um, I've worked in companies you know from three people up to. Um probably 150,000 people. Um, so I'll give you some examples. My very first company I worked with was, was a website, saltill.com in Galway. A lot of people might know where that is. There was three people on that team, um, including myself, and uh, it was my first roll out of college. So I really was learning with a baptism of fire about how to stand up, I suppose, a digital marketing motion, um, and really kind of driving my, my career from that start. Um, I then kind of further progressed when I, when I did my master's in Edinburgh, I was also working with uh, a tech company there, um, where I was able to apply a lot of my knowledge, um, from the master's degree in business IT across to, to the industry and then vice versa, taking some of the real, you know, day-to-day experience I was seeing working, um, back into my, into my university work. Um, but that kind of teed me up in a way that I was, uh, I was growing my career in particularly in the in the industry and in the niche and the vertical that I wanted to. Um and then I further went on to work at Oracle um in Dublin um where I was standing up um I suppose demand generation for their CX app suite so that their their marketing and sales application products there. And um, and that was really bringing together my digital marketing experience but also working really really closely with um business development and sales and really making sure that the programs that were being set up were in line with their revenue and pipeline goals. Um, and then I started working for LinkedIn after there. Um, again another big company, um, where I kind of where I kind of jump back into the digital um marketing side of things again. So really driving their their acquisition marketing for their largest product, which is talent solutions. Um, and I suppose from there, um. That kind of gave me the rounded experience to where I am today um you know really working um with the sales and business development team primarily here in EMEA and then figuring out from that perspective how we align um with those goals with the digital marketing campaigns um and right down to the tactical levels then uh, when you look into your paid and organic and social et cetera so yeah that that's kind of be in a nutshell um yeah about about ten years of experience now in the space so um Still learning every day. But um, yeah, that's me so far.
0: Brilliant. And obviously, I, I would normally ask what your strengths are, but really your strength has been in every area. Now you're very much focused on strategy. So can you elaborate a little bit more around how you go about identifying and, and creating a strategy for your team? Sure.
1: Yeah, that's a great question.
0: Um, So I suppose from my
1: perspective, um, I suppose the real value of, of where my role comes in is, really been able to understand the needs and requirements from the business side within my region so if I take EMEA as the region within that region there's different segments that we operate in so there's like strategic there's enterprise and SMB and um, each each of these segments um, has natural targets and pipeline goals and um, so ultimately what what my role is to do is it's basically to understand what those um needs are, um, understand what the expectations are of the business to bring through pipeline and opportunities from the marketing side, and then kind of translate that back to, um, to working with the global marketing team um, at Pluralsight who help us um, build these programs. Um, but in terms of the strategy, the strategy very much comes from you know looking at the business first. What does the business actually need? And then translating that back to whether certain markets that we operate in are are more mature so like we'll take for instance uk and ireland is would be our most mature market um, in amia the the touch on how we operate from a marketing perspective there is going to vary you know very differently to some of our emerging um markets where you know our brand is less known um, or not known in many cases um and how we Set up our marketing against those, you know, can can really vary. Um, one of the things, as well as part of the strategy, is are we focused on, you know, demand generation, demand capture, or indeed awareness? Um, the I suppose the breakdown of how we we focus on these will vary from region to region, but ultimately the strategy, you know, feeds back into what the goals are what the challenges are primarily, um, but then having, from my perspective, that knowledge of of digital marketing, working with the individual channel managers who stand up the campaigns and helping them understand the needs of our side of the business in EMEA, um, but ultimately how we can align with that business to, to achieve kind of the joint goals. So that's kind of how we, I suppose, build our strategy. Um, and that's generally done you know, we look at that on a quarterly basis, but we have very, very regular catches up, catch up to make sure that, you know, like spend is is on pace and um, pipeline is on pace um, and that we're ultimately kind of going in the right direction. So that's kind of, uh, that's how we stand up the
0: strategy um, on the EMEA side. Brilliant. And do you find when you're putting together the strategy, it, it, there's certain things that you know work in certain markets and... Can you give an example of kind of uh, platforms you're using at the moment that are working really well for some of your objectives?
1: Sure. Yeah, so, um, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think um, with some of our more mature markets, I think um, a lot of our leads, I suppose, come through, um, first of all, organically. Um, So we get a lot of leads and a lot of demand. Through um, like our contact us forms and our request demo forms, ultimately because the market are more ready for our products and our solutions, and they kind of know about us. And um, so we get a lot of we get a lot of inbound traffic that way. But we also have a lot of acquisition campaigns set up on LinkedIn um, and on 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 paid search, so on Google, um, to try and scale out how we capture that that existing demand. Um, that works much, much better in, in our mature markets. Um, whereas when we look at like some of our emerging markets and emerging regions, we're putting a lot more focus into awareness, um, with the expectation that look, we're not trying to drive leads into the team at the same volume as the UK and Ireland, say, for instance, just because people are not ready. Um, so we need to focus on, you know, education, um, their consideration of what products, um, that they might need. They, they did they mightn't even know about our products. And that's what our role is to try and figure that out. Um, one of, the, one of the, the softwares I suppose, as you mentioned there that we use, um particularly when we're trying to identify intent in the market, um, we started using demand base um to be able to help us um you know try and identify subsets of our audience. Um you know and the way that we can target there is we can target particularly um we use G two data. So G two is is one of the most trusted, I suppose, um product review sites. So we have our products um up in G two with you know decent amount of uh, reviews and you know feedback from the community. Um, we can feed in that that traffic into into demand base and then kinda of layer on um what we're seeing in terms of the key terms that these particular people are, are searching. Um, but ultimately what we can do with demand bases is, is build those audiences from third parties um, and then feed those audiences directly into like LinkedIn campaign manager. Um, we can feed them into, into Google and um, into Twitter um, and Bing also um, and Facebook. So we can then re-leverage those particular audiences for like, because they're kind of more top of funnel content so you know we we leverage them with some video content or with like middle of funnel uh type of content as well Um, you know whether it be product led content or customer stories um and that's kind of how we i suppose bring in kind of a wide uh, the wider kind of audience and the kind of less um less mature audience shall we say from multiple sources that we operate across so yeah demand basis is a big one for us um we've kind of really Started into testing that in the last few months, and um, I think there's 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 many other features that we haven't jumped into just yet, but uh, we'll get there.
0: Is it fair to say then a lot of your work is is lead gen and trying to get those potential um, emails and 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 leads that way, and, and then you remarket and try and convert them software that way? Is is that how you would market? Alone. Yeah. So,
1: I, I think um yeah, I suppose like to be honest, over time we've we've kind of shifted away from just being, you know, very, very lead gen driven where, you know, we we know in many cases if we try to capture details too early, we'll scare people off because generally um you know if, if they come into our system and they um uh, they meet the I suppose lead scoring criteria where they come through as an inbound lead. Um in many cases, they're they're not ready to to speak to sales and they're not ready to buy, let alone understand our products or anything like that. So, um, this is where this is where I see the the main distinction between demand generation and lead generation. Where you know lead generation in many ways is is collecting those contacts, but what demand generation is is really like the wider sphere. So you know, are we looking to to educate? You know particular prospects with the idea that we'll retarget them in the future, um, and I suppose the your audience management then really kind of comes into play and in how you think about your audience, um, because at the end of the day, you when you're when you're working with your business development team, you want to ensure that you're getting the best leads through to them. You know on at the right time um, to first of all, you know build credibility from an inbound marketing perspective. Um, but ultimately, help them hit their pipe and revenue numbers. Um, well, I think in, ma- in many cases as well, um, why demand generation is so important nowadays is that um, people can get their their information from multiple sources. You look at you know podcasts, you look at communities, internal like Slack channels, word of mouth. These are all the main marketing, I suppose, sources of of knowledge where. There's not just so, so much focus that you can get your information from, like a gated ebook, we'll say, for instance, where that might have been the case in the past. So, we're trying to move as much as we can with how people consume information, how they select products and solutions. So, um, that's kind of how we we operate in a way. Like there is that level of lead gen for those kind of middle of middle of funnel, um, you know, contacts, shall we say, and they convert much better when when we target them at, in in that kind of way. Um, but ultimately, and depends on the size of your, your total of addressable market, if it's a volume play, you know, lead gen might be better to get, to get those contacts in. But if you're, if you're looking at a very, very small subset of the market, you know, you've got to take a little bit of a different approach and, um, really understand what makes your buyers tick um, and what gets them, I suppose, um, excited about your products and solutions. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're focused on. Um is moving just slightly away from just lead gen and you know into that more of a of a full circle type of um, demand generation motion
0: brilliant and do you have any softwares that you use you've kind of hinted on a couple there but what softwares do you use to to assist with your strategy and i suppose the business overall
1: yeah i think uh, so the, like the, as i mentioned demand base is, is a big one for us um, even things like i use tableau quite a bit um for visualization i think tableau helps me really understand the impact of you know our digital marketing campaigns in the lens of you know what what that means into the individual sales teams and the business development teams um right back up to you know the campaign source the campaign name etc so for instance if we're looking at we'll take a region in particular um you know, what, what Tableau helps me do is really understand, you know, what, what particular campaigns are driving, you know, leads and opportunities and pipeline into that particular regions. And then from that perspective as well, I can see which campaigns are performing better or worse versus like the expectations. And then from there, you know, that gives me the the uh, the insight from from the data to be able to go and reach out to those particular teams to figure out if there's any, areas to optimize or if there's any issues in the campaigns themselves. Um, but that for, for me in my role, that's probably the most important tool. Um, when, when I look at a tactical, um, perspective, um, I use LinkedIn campaign manager almost every day as well. Um, we have, um, we have a lot of, uh, focus on LinkedIn, particularly with their ability to target, um, you know, accounts um, and proper titles and seniority and company size. And, um, you know, and it, it's it's obviously quite an active community. Um, so LinkedIn is, a, is an important channel for us. So really understanding LinkedIn campaign manager and, um, you know, getting your head around all the different types of campaign types within that can be a long process. But um, yeah, that's, that's where we see a lot of value
0: um, at the moment. Brilliant. And I suppose to focus on yourself for a moment, what, uh, is there anything you're looking at at the moment that you're planning to upskill into or how do you go, how do you expand on your role and improve now?
1: Yeah, no, that's great, great, uh, great question. Um, so I suppose from my perspective, um, one of the areas that I kind of want to get a bit more insight into is particularly around the The operation side of of the business the marketing operation side um and i think that's one area that i think from from my perspective i can really add more value is understanding you know like if we're getting in certain amount of inquiries or responses shall we say from 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 acquisition campaigns what do what does the journey look like when it comes into our system what does the lead scoring models look like and how we can um how we can use lead scoring more effectively for our regions. Um, you know, even things like being able to understand how we, how we, we optimize to, um, you know, like local titles, shall we say yeah. or local job titles. Um, I think there's, there's a lot of opportunities there. Um, you know, I've, I've got a decent amount of, of experience there, but I think, um, really understanding that part of the business, I think it's super important. Um, Understanding like the gears of how everything work, and been able to be, I suppose, a subject matter matter expert in that when you look at the full funnel, Um, and I think it's something that I advise, uh, you know, anybody in digital marketing who's looking to kind of upscale. um, I think really understanding what happens with your leads when you know if if you're primarily focused on getting leads into the system, I think understanding what happens through the systems and the scoring models and the routing models and how those leads ultimately get to you know the sales development team or the sales team um i think that's something really important that that I would advise um that everybody should should kind of have a handle on um including myself and that's something i'm kind of working on at the moment to to understand better
0: well said and probably an additional part of that is you could look at the digital industry as a whole is there anything that you think that's quite exciting or might help the business in the future
1: yeah for sure um like i touched on it earlier i think um you know particularly looking to to move away just from gen and to demand gen and you know like if you think about it i don't know i've i've read a stat somewhere i'm trying to remember where i read it but basically what what the idea of of it was was that and it makes sense from my perspective as well is that about 95 percent of the people you speak to are are not in a buying cycle um and ultimately this is what the mansion tries to solve for is how do we speak to that 95 percent of our market when they're outside of that buying cycle and how do we stay relevant to them um, rather than just Hitting everybody in, in your addressable market with the same message, and hopefully, you know, bringing people through into your sales funnel that way. Um, I think the 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 better that people and companies can align to how customers and buyers think and consume information in the next, and um, you know, in the in the coming quarter, shall we say? Um, I think they're the ones who are really going to win. Um, in terms of bringing in better qualified pipeline um, and ultimately revenue. So um, that's something that at Pluralsight that we've been focused on for the last few quarters as well as really testing into more awareness type activities, setting the mindset with, with your sales and business development team that there will be less leads that come through. But the, the, the reason there's less leads is because we're optimizing the leads that will convert much higher in, in future campaigns. Um, so ultimately what you're looking at is more quality that does come through, um, that will convert much, much better, um, once, once it gets into the funnel. So yeah, that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of trend I see happening in quite a few, um, quite a few kind of innovative companies and kind of what's happening in, you know, in the market. Um, and I certainly see the value because, you know, we are running ourselves and we are seeing, um, many efficiencies that come through that kind of way of thinking
0: really interesting and mark lastly we always try and understand the people behind the role a little bit as well if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have and you could pass on to others what would that be
1: yeah so i think um one of the things that that i've always been kind of really um excited about is just learning to be honest i think uh it's one thing you can do that there is no downside to. Um, I don't see any downside to learning new things and new learning new um, perspectives. I think particularly as a digital marketer, where a lot of a lot of the role you rely on tech. Um, I think the opportunity is to um, is to kind of understand outside of the box where where you can bring in more information and bring in new perspectives so like i'll say i'll take one example here um linkedin learning is a great resource um particularly for marketers i think there's i I think the the subscription is is relatively cheap for an individual user um but i think the information you can get there and you can learn is super important um on on linkedin you can do um you can do a LinkedIn campaign manager course as well. Um, I believe it's it's relatively cheap if if you're not a campaign manager user. Um, there's other like certs you can do. Like there's the HubSpot inbound course you can do. It's free. Um, also, what I'd look at it as well is you know learning from learning from podcasts as well is a super important one at the moment. I think if you look through Spotify, you'll find. Um, you'll find a podcast basically in every niche of digital marketing. Um, and then you'll have like many great podcasts like like this particular one, which looks at digital marketing as a whole and how that kind of feeds into the wider business. Um, what I also look at as well, you know, kind of stick into that learning mentality, you know, learn from people who, you know, um, are in the roles that you would like to do in the future and speak to them. Um, you know, generally like, if you're in digital marketing, you, you want to kind of branch out into maybe demand generation or if you want to branch out into sales, look for someone in that role or someone who's done that step and learn from them. Um, But also what I would suggest as well, like, you know, pay it back as well. Like, look to to be a mentor yourself and mentor people who are coming up through the ranks who maybe are you know they're fresh out of out of college and maybe they're in a digital marketing role and they might have fresh perspective that can help i suppose bring bring that to you and bring that knowledge to you um other things as well i suppose um still sticking with learning just um yeah just just have conversations with people you know if you get an opportunity to speak in public or to do a podcast go for it because you know the way i look at it is that um you know, if, if if someone if one person is to learn anything from from you speaking, you know, that's that's a benefit because you know you you'll ultimately learn as well from them. So yeah, I think uh learning learning having the learning mindset is, is something really important to me and that's something that I would recommend to,
0: to everybody. Completely agree. And what a wonderful way to end the show. Mark, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and i'm sure everyone listening will love to hear what you've had to say and yeah thank you so much
1: yeah thanks very much for the opportunity tom i really uh, really enjoyed speaking today and yeah look forward to to listening back but uh, thank you again